new mission that you would joyfully give up your life for the sake of others. Matthew 28, 19, and 20. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Where else would we begin this final truth that God sends us on a new mission than in the book of Genesis? Adam and Eve are blessed by God and then given a vocation, a purpose, and a mission from God. God did not simply create Adam and Eve and tell them to sit on the grass and stare at the earth, but to get their hands into the soil, to cultivate it, to grow life from it, and to see it grow in beauty and size. God commanded Adam and Eve to be fruitful and multiply, to fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. This command is called the creation mandate. The purpose for Adam and Eve and all people created in God's image is to steward creation and live for God. William Edgar, professor of apologetics at Westminster Theological Seminary, provides a brief summary of the creation mandate. The mandate has three components, each of them related. First, and often least noticed, it is given through and because of the blessing of God. Because of the divine blessing, it is appropriate to call it a covenant. Its purpose is, above all, to fulfill mankind's relationship with God as it was originally intended. Second, the commandment is to be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth. The population was to increase and then fill the earth to discover its possibilities. Third, the mandate orders that mankind subdue the earth. The word for subduing, kabash, is not meant to be violent, but gentle. It is perhaps not coincidental that the three aspects of the mandate are reflected in our English word for culture. Cult referring to worship is one derivative. Colonization meaning to spread to other parts of the world is another. And culture meaning literally the cutting edge of the plow or what we ordinarily call cultivation. Most profoundly, God is calling his people to create a culture that reflects the attributes of God a culture that will nurture and order life so that it can flourish and thrive like a healthy ecosystem is supposed to. The creation mandate is not nullified by the fall of Genesis 3, nor can sin negate the purpose of God. God called Abraham, blessed him, and promised that blessing will extend to all people through him. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make of you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. God blessed Abraham as he did Adam and Eve, and through Abraham God's blessing extends throughout the earth and through the generations of the people of Israel, culminating in the birth of Jesus the Messiah. As God called Abraham to go into all the earth, Jesus calls his disciples to go out into all the world. Jesus gives his followers a mission, highlighted famously in the Great Commission found in Matthew 28, 18-20. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son 
and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, to the end of the age. Jesus' commission to his disciples echoes God's commission to Adam and Eve. The three components of the original creation mandate are still here in Jesus' final command to his disciples, though now in the context of a call to make disciples. Christ is always present with his followers. This is God's blessing again to us. We are to move out toward others, to make disciples of all nations. This is God's call to be fruitful and fill the earth yet again. God says to his disciples in John 20, 21, As the Father has sent me, so I send you. It is crucial to notice the geographical movement here. There is a continual movement outward in the storyline of the Bible. The people of God are a people on the move, living on our tiptoes. We ask where God is sending us now. God is indeed present in every nook and cranny of the earth. But the manifestation of his presence is not experienced by all people yet. God invites you to move out and to move toward others with the good news of Jesus. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. To live sent, you must go. Walk across the street to visit with your neighbor. Drive across town and regularly invest in someone else's life. Tuck your passport into your backpack and board a plane to share his story. The act of going provides an immediate change in your perspective on how to love people, the threat of persecution faced by believers around the world, and your role in the kingdom. This, this is the mission to which Christ has called us, to seek the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven, to seek the renewal of broken people in broken places to seek justice for the oppressed and marginalized, and to make disciples of Jesus who joyfully give up their lives for the sake of others.